Hello, everyone. This is Irliana Samsara back again with Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Um, so we're going to talk today about the upcoming solar eclipse on Monday in the sign of Sagittarius. And uh, wow, what a week, you know, as, we, as, we've, as we've been sharing on the uh, previous episodes, we've got the solar eclipse Monday, we have Jupiter and Saturn entering finally, right, finally entering a new sign, the sign of Aquarius. And then um, two days later, it will be the solstice. So um, winter solstice in the Northern hemisphere, summer solstice in the Southern hemisphere. And uh, wow, um, these outrageous changes and shifts in the consciousness is, is uh, something that we've, of course, <laughs> especially after this year, right? Can't, can't wait, can't get there fast enough. So um, I'm gonna break that down and um, kind of, you know, just share a little bit about that before I do, if my eyes look watery, it's because I've been crying <laughs> right before um, I, I started this, um, this recording. I got a text on my email from a wonderful young man and um, he was just reconnecting with me. And um, I'm just so, I'm gonna cry all over again. I got my box of Kleenex here. Um, the reason I, I was so touched because and inspired is because this young man is a trans man and somebody that I met in my community uh, several years ago. And um, he went to one of my talks and, and uh, he reconnected. And, um, you know, he was saying, wow, I, he said, I, you know, it's been a year since I saw you, but he had gone to one of my workshops um, on 2020 and how it was gonna be such a game changing year and big paradigm shift, you know, all of that to kind of, I was giving everybody the the heads up, you know, I felt like Paul Revere, you know, on his horse, you know, just like everybody get ready. Um, so, uh, but, the, and he said, you know, wow, I, that was amazing how, you know, there it was at everything that we were talking about. And uh, anyway, I was just really glad to hear from him. And uh, I'm just so anybody who, to me, um, and, and so young, you know, in his, uh, I want to say maybe 20 at most, um, no, a little, maybe 22, 23. Yeah, I mean, early 20s, you know, I mean, it's just, in, what a great soul, um, female to male, um, you know, knew this, uh, acted on it, aligning with his true self. Um, I'm just blown away. And I believe um, his sister is either, I think is LGBT also. Anyway, I just, my shout out to the LGBT community and the millennials and Gen X, Y, and Z. I just, mwah, I love you guys. You, you all are, are amazing. And, um, you know, we're here to support you. And um, just knowing that you're on the planet, just the fact that you're leading authentic lives and allowing yourself to walk as, as your true self is just phenomenal. I'm just going to cry all over again. And I thought I had, it, by the way, um, waterproof mascara, but it's not. And I, I don't know why, but um, I want my money back. <laughs> anyway, um, so just before I was, you know, all day long, I've been like, you know, getting my notes together and being organized. And then, and I was having a rough day. I was just feeling very challenged because, you know, it is eclipse season, but I'm just, I'm going to talk to you about this eclipse. But before I do, I just wanted to say, like, give you a taste of like, you know, show me, not not talk about the eclipse, but show the eclipse. Well, I had this up and down 
day and in, in the last week is, has been intense and there's been a lot of breakdowns, breakthroughs, and that's normal, you know, especially in an eclipse because, you know, as, as most of you know, the eclipses are the most important events in astrology. Um, a solar eclipse is a new moon. So, and then the, we had the lunar eclipse November 30th, and that was the full moon lunar eclipse. And now we have the new moon in Sagittarius. So the sun and the moon are both in Sagittarius, and that starts a new cycle. So a new beginning. But the thing with the solar eclipse is that um, it is like a new moon on ster steroids. So those effects last for months and sometimes years. Sometimes you could, it will actually ripple out. It's like a seed that's planted, you know? So I always tell people, my clients and, and anybody I, I share this with, always, always be really careful. Um, watch carefully and look at what is going on in your world when you, um, at the time of the eclipse. And uh, look in the world to see, you know, headlines and look at your own life because those themes are going to be uh, coming up for movement, for change and things, especially when Mars hits that point. And I'm going to give you that exact date in, in just a little bit later when action um, is comes up to be, you know, to walk through that door. But I just wanted to complete about this young uh, trans man um, before I move on to that. I just have to say, I'm just so... Um, it really made my day because I was having a rough day. And, you know... Um, us Leos, man, it's like we don't have rough days, right? It's like very rare that we would declare a rough day because you got to be positive and, you know, all that. And I hear the siren going down the street. Yes, it's underscoring what I'm saying. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so um, it's just, um, I just feel very, um, I feel very honored that this, he reached out to me, um, delighted and honored. I just remembered him as a, um, a very just an extremely brilliant uh, soul and um, very much you know he and his sister have a very bright future um, I just always um, was I've always been um, you know I've just been inspired by by them and their walk and um, I know it's not easy it's it's you know it can be very it can be dangerous as we know just being trans because you know there are some people who don't accept that and and show that and and in despite of all that you know to walk as one's authentic self despite whatever society may or may not agree with that's that's huge and um i just want to say you know shout out like as i've been sharing the lgbt community is going to get the words i'm hearing are legislative breakthroughs uh, these eclipses have the potential to bring true um, legislative breakthroughs because Jupiter, the lord of this eclipse, Sagittarius, you know, by Jupiter, uh, rules the law and it rules, you know, justice and the legal system and legislators and, and all of that. So, uh, yeah, when, it, when an eclipse happens in uh, Jupiter, then it is, um, you know, we either embracing something or letting go of and things that are releasing that in this case, the south node, it's a lunar, it's a, a south node solar eclipse. So that means that there's a, there's a, a something is getting released and freed up. Um, you know, there's a decay of the old way of doing things. There's a degeneration and that's not necessarily bad. Degeneration and death isn't, you know, it means something that has finished and is no longer needed 
it falls away. So it has that falling away energy for this eclipse. Um, but anyway, uh, pardon me, I'll have to blow my nose again. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, just to say that I'm just so uh, thrilled to, um, and a big shout out because I know that for many in the LGBT community, it is certainly, um, you know, we're in a very, we just came out, we had four years of a presidency that was rolling back trans rights, you know, and LGBT rights. So um, now that's all shifting and changing and the astrology is um, leading that, leading the way you could say it's being reflected. So the wonderful news about this eclipse and then this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction line up together, Jupiter and Saturn, those two powerhouses lining up the sign of Aquarius, right? A new era, a progressive era, um, democracy, uh, visionary thinking, thinking outside the box, living your life outside the box, getting rid of the box, <laughs> inventing a new box. <laughs> um, you know, it's just fresh. And, you know, Jupiter is, is about, you know, it's optimism and luck and abundance and uh, confidence and uh, just oh, like the eternal optimist, you know, God consciousness, goddess consciousness, um, you know, being wise and incorporating all of those wonderful higher wisdom, philosophy, um, spiritual, higher esoteric wisdom. So we have a chance to really evolve in a, in a super powerful way. So this eclipse is gonna lead us into, this is the final eclipse with Jupiter and Saturn in Capricorn. You know, they've, they've been together, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, right? The big, as I called it, the freight train. Um, all being together in the sign of Capricorn these this last um, two and a half years with Saturn and um, well Pluto's been there but uh, the last two and a half years Jupiter and Saturn uh, sorry Pluto and Saturn in the same sign and then in the last 12 months Jupiter entered the fray in last December and when all three came together that's when exactly when everything happened with of course this big um, breakdown, breakthrough, you know, of the, of the, um, the, uh, you know, government and society and the whole, you know, paradigm shift, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's all, it, it was necessary for what's coming now and what's coming is really going to be extraordinary. And so I'm, um, I can't wait, right? We, we've all been like working hard, um, diligently persevering. We've had to face, you know, many people lost loved ones to COVID and, my heart goes out to all of you who have, who have been, um, have had it and have, uh, you know, suffered with it. And some people didn't make it. And, um, you know, there is of course that sadness and that uh, grief and, and we're allowed to, to grieve and um, just feeling what has happened and um, holding in our hearts compassion for one another and for each other going walking through this this global experience together. So anyway, um, holding back the sniffles. <laughs> I have to also say, you know, today I found out is um, there's a great mystic who is a Sag and today was his birthday and his name was Osho. And uh, he's got lots of videos on YouTube. And if you ever feel like you need a quick hit of it, like enlightenment and an enlightened way of being, just, you know, zip it, just, pull up one of his videos. It's got tons of them. Osho International, O-S-H-O. Um, 
he's he was the one of the funniest guys. He was this great mystic, a guru, and um, very very funny. I mean, just unbelievably deadpan funny. Um, so if you are needing that kind of boost, that would be a great uh, solar eclipse and Sag remedy is to, you know, go to go to Osho's channel and, uh, you know, just dip into these uh, deep, incredible waters uh, that are all about um, the awareness and the understanding of the self as we are um, these outrageous <laughs> sources of light on the planet. And um, we have the ability to transform in ways that um, you know, this, this level of, of transformation is just, um, has been an accelerated pace in the last, you know, 30, 40 years. And now we're like really at that pinnacle. So that's my, uh, my little, um, RX for today is to, to, uh, you know, pull up his channel. And, uh, if you need some laughs and enlightenment altogether. Anyway, so the solar eclipse. So Monday, and it's going to be at, let's see what, let me grab that for a second. Okay, I got my stuff. <laughs> All right, so this is a, so, a south node eclipse. Um, now we want to look at the sign because this is giving us clues as to kind of the transformation that's available to us in an eclipse. So um, this is going to be in, you know, because it's a Sagittarius uh, solar eclipse, it, it's Sagittarius is a mutable, it's a fire sign. So what do you think of fire? Fire is light, right? The life force, the vital essence, the life, life and light and fire, and it is mutable fire. So the quality of the fire is mutable, which means it's changeable. So flexibility and change are really what's being called forth here. So since it's a south node eclipse, that means that the energies are, it's releasing. It's like to change and let go of something that is no longer um, necessary in our lives. So, you know, in a solar eclipse, th there's no going back. It's a whole chapter ends and a new one begins. And so um, this is, of course, you know, that can be a little freaky, scary, you know, when things you're just used to or just like no, are, are challenged and, and no longer um, in our life. Um, but eclipses, as I, I always, you know, want to remind everybody that it's, it's always breakdown, breakthrough. And so uh, we want to remember that because, um, you know, whatever is leaving is because something better is available. And it's the universe's way of, you know, moving us forward, just like, you know, a tree doesn't live forever. It, it, it sheds its leaves and it does that many, many cycles. And then eventually the tree just dies. It's, it's, it's enough. It goes back to the earth and a new one comes up. So um, in a solar eclipse, we are really looking at some really powerful changes, especially with, with this particular one. Um, Jupiter um, is conjunct the galactic center um, of the, the Milky Way. Uh, it, the galactic center is 26 degrees of Sag. So this is 23 degrees. So we're only three degrees away. So with the galactic center. Well, the galactic center is often uh, considered, um, I've heard it called the whistleblower point. So you, you're, we're going to be seeing a lot of, um, you know, in the collective, there's going to be a lot of disclosure um, of uh, secrets, maybe, or things that have long since been held back or made, um, as we have been seeing with Pluto and Capricorn, definitely opening the sewer hole on that, right, of everything, the corruption in government and the people in power. 
um, well in this particular eclipse with the Saturn, um, sorry, with the South Node um, in, 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 I mean, the eclipse conjunct the galactic center, we're going to be seeing, um, we, I would say, very good chance of, you know, UFO news or something being opened up or space exploration, some breakthroughs. As a matter of fact, right before I got on the air, I happened to pull up, um, there was a headline on CNN that said that the Hubble telescope um, observed something um, today. It was a, str a strange distant exoplanet similar to planet nine that may be in our solar system. And uh, planet nine is sometimes I think called, I believe that's also called Nibiru. But anyway, it's interesting. Um, this is a massive planet and it takes like 15,000 Earth years to go one lap around its twin stars. So um, it's like 336 light years away, which is, sounds pretty far to me. But anyway, um, it's very similar to this planet nine that, they, that scientists believe may exist on the outskirts of our solar system. And so it's 11 times the mass of Jupiter. So there's an example of, wow, you know, watch what happens in the news because whatever we see now um, going on in, in the news, we, we will get repeats of this information. So, you know, discovering new things in orbit, um, perhaps, um, you know, ET activity, you know, um, contact that maybe um, really upsets the apple cart in terms of beliefs, um, feeling like if we feel we've got our spirituality and our religion and our beliefs all figured out, it's like, guess what, judging, you know, there could be a change and very likely will be. So um, another, as a matter of fact, funny, we funny you mentioned that, right? Because what happened today, another um, very interesting um, in, in the uh, ET news thing, um, the, there is the, in the, the man, Roswell, New Mexico, their chart was activated for this eclipse the city or town of Roswell. Well, the army officer that kind of oversaw that, he had a journal, a secret journal that is going to be, they're gonna, I guess, read from it or something or just disclose what was in it. Um, and it said here that they could offer new clues about Roswell, maybe things we didn't know. So this, that's a perfect example of, you know, well, they said it was a weather balloon, but you know, people are no way, you know, there was definitely something going on there. And, uh, and so I think it's the History Channel on tomorrow night, December 12th, is going to have this, you know, uh, documentary about this. So that's, a, that's another example, you know, of um, here it is, you know, something from outer space, you know, space related um, revealing, you know, new news and, and revealings. So very interesting to look for because again, we will be seeing more of these topics. Uh, justice too, I would think, um, you know, for sure, um, LGBT, uh, why, why, why LGBT? Well, Mercury and uh, Jupiter and Mercury are the lords of the eclipses for the next year and a half. So we have solar and lunar eclipses in Mercury and Jupiter, right? Mer Gemini, Sag. Mercury rules Gemini, Jupiter rules Sag. So Mercury is a very big significator in LGBT, uh, the archetype of LGBT, you know, because Mercury was, was the one who shape changed, who, who moved in and out of dimensions. It was very fluid. Um, so, um, and he was, uh, 
you know, the andro androgyne, the androgynous person, um, hermaphrodite, you know, all of these qualities are embodied in, in the Mercury archetype. So um, we, we look at that, you know, in, in, in charts of LGBT people or the LGBT movement, uh, we, we see these things. So these are, these are eclipses are huge opportunities for um, that, the advancement of consciousness and for sure with Jupiter, the rights, you know, so social justice. Uh, let's see, so galactic center. Oh, okay, so remember in the lunar eclipse, what, what did we see? Trickster Mercury, he, he, Mercury is fun loving. He just loves to play tricks. So what did we see? The, that Utah monolith, remember those, the big silver thing that showed up in the desert and then one showed up in, I wanna say it was in Romania and another one showed up in uh, near in California at the top of this trail. I think it was near San Luis Obispo. So, um, and then something disappeared, right? The one in Utah when became a pyramid, somebody dismantled it. It was just so mercury, you know, the, the mercury is like, can, is also considered like the thief in the night that sneaks in, you know, and steals something away. So it, it's got that thievery. These guys came in and dismantled it, you know. So I'm like, okay, here's eclipse season. You know, here it is. Um, very funny, you know, the way, and we don't know who put it there. Even to this day, we saw guys, a bunch of guys take it apart. Somebody had their cell phone video. But, um, but where did it come from? You know, it's still a mystery. Um, so that was one thing. And now today, uh, it was almost like crop circles, you know, all of a sudden these things popping up. So maybe the metal monolith is like our new crop circle. I don't know. Um, but yes, um, definitely the beliefs and the belief systems, um, you know, I would say belief systems being challenged, uh, things, you know, coming up that are just, you know, wow, you know, where'd this come from? Um, so you could imagine, uh, you know, if you were, you know, here's like a, a, a good old, you know, you, you, somebody's beliefs being challenged. Well, in one case, one thing could be definitely, um, well, I would think uh, any kind of organized religion because Jupiter and Sag rules organized religion. So we could be seeing people having a crisis of faith where something happens that's kind of shocking, but um, it causes them to reevaluate and um, open their mind to uh, new and different ideas and the rigidity of saying, you know, like my religion's better than yours and, you know, that kind of thing is gets can get eclipsed, depending on where this is in your chart. Um, if you're a Sag, a Gemini, Pisces, or a Virgo, this eclipse is going to either conjunct, line up with your sun or oppose it or square it. If it's Pisces Virgo, this will be squaring your, um, the eclipse will be squaring your sun or whatever planets you happen to have there. So you can uh, pull up a chart. Uh, you can get free charts online. Astro.com is a great place to, you know, just need your birth time and you put in your, uh, and you can find out where this will occur because depending on what area, it's whatever area in your life, um, it, it, it was, where, what I'm trying to say is where the sun is in the chart, uh, where, where the eclipse happens is the area of your life that is going to get an upgrade. It's, it's as simple as that. So if it's in your first house, you're going to have some revealings or some perhaps a, you know, a shift and change in your personal appearance, in your identity, you know, and how you show up in the world. 
Your second house would be, you know, your talents, your resources, your bank account, your finances, your, your uh, skills. Uh, third house would be your siblings, cousins, um, neighbors, your ideas, your writing, your education, you know, elementary education, uh, selling, merchants, you know, retailing, reaching others. Uh, fourth house would be like the home or the mother. Um, fifth house would be um, playfulness, kids, uh, sports, um, having fun, uh, you know, the, the Leo aspect, right? It's ta-da, you know, <laughs> that the, the courageous, brave um, aspect of our consciousness. Uh, sixth house would be in, uh, with health, health and vitality, um, service, work, daily activity. Uh, seventh house, the breakthrough would be in relationships, especially with long-term marriage, business partner, marriage partner, one-to-one. -one. So that's where the breakthrough would be. Um, the breakdown breakthrough. <laughs> the eighth house would be um, death, right? The falling away, um, some deep psychological processes, some the death, the death of the of something and the beginning of something else, you know, from death to resurrection, right? Which is phoenix from the ashes. Uh, ninth house would be about truth, uh, foreign travel, right? Hey, how are we going to do that? Oh, Zoom, you know, <laughs> right now? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but it could be foreign, foreigners, um, you know, um, it could be occult wisdom, spiritual wisdom, philosophy, um, higher education, college, things like that. Um, the tenth house, you would have it would be a breakthrough in one's career, in one's public reputation, how one is seen on the world stage. Uh, if it's the eleventh house, it would be friends and networks and wishes and dreams and uh, groups, group consciousness, um, humanitarian endeavors. Uh, the twelfth house would be um, places like ashrams, monasteries, being away from the world, solitude. Um, also, the mystical element of ourselves. This, this, our bridge with these higher cosmic dimensions. So these are the areas, um, depending on where it falls in your chart, that that is the area of your um, life that would have the impact. And of course, it's much richer and deeper than that because all of our planets have talked to each other in, in different ways, but you get the idea. So that's our, um, our solar eclipse conversation. And um, I wanna also say that um, maybe on a personal level, how, how we might look at this, you know, certainly we're gonna be seeing great changes in our education system in college for sure. Um, with, um, you know, I'd like to think that, especially in the beginning of this, remember it is a solar eclipse, but it is also just in our local neighborhood. It's a, it's a new moon. So for the, from late, uh, from, you know, December, mid-December to mid-January, it's going to be in the, you know, the solar eclipse. Um, I'm sorry, the new moon in Sagittarius lasts for a good 28 days. And so this is um, showing us um, in the beginning, there's, there's maybe some, in the beginning of this new moon solar eclipse, it's maybe a breakdown, like the, there's a cathartic moment. We have Mercury, uh, Mars, sorry, Mars will be squaring Pluto 
um, for this eclipse. So that would be like this kind of confrontational energy or the need to meet something with strength and courage head on, the old established ways of doing business and the old established structures. And Mars representing this drive forward, you know, leading a new, uh, a new way forward. And that doesn't look like the past. Uh, to change the old status quo. Um, so, but I would, what I like is that uh, this, this eclipse is definitely, it, it, you know, we might have, it might feel like a crisis point in the beginning, but as the month moves on, as we move further into the, the, the month and the lunation, I think we'll start to, and especially um, when Jupiter and Saturn line up for the solstice at zero Aquarius, I mean, oh my goodness, that's a portal. That's, that's huge. And that's gonna be showing us some uh, really profound abilities where we, we just, society and our consciousness is all just gonna shift gears and it's gonna be air. Aquarius is an air sign. So this is about ideas and visionary thinking. Um, for the last um, 200 years, it's been in, Jupiter and Saturn have met up in earth signs every 20 years. So that's heavy. You know, that's about materialism and colonialism and, you know, conquering energy and competition and, you know, that whole 3D earth plane. But with Jupiter and Saturn Aquarius, man, say hi to those ETs, <laughs> you know, look for the friendly ones. Uh, so um, <laughs> just, um, it's just going to show, everything's going to shift and we're just going to, it's like the veil comes off and we'll just be able to see things I feel more authentically. So uh, let's see. Um, I would say too, some good advice is, you know, with, with a south node Jupiter ruled eclipse is like be willing to be wrong. Um, be willing to uh, come out of your ivory tower. You know, it's somewhere in, in each of our lives we have this kind of, we have these thoughts and ideas and positions on things. And it might be that, you know, maybe you have a feeling of entitlement or that you feel the need to, to boss somebody around or, or um, in your relationships with others or in your outlook on life. Um, and, and it's like, we can, we can put aside those, we can drop that shadow, you know, the shadow side of Sag is like bossiness and that entitlement and, um, you know, maybe being too scattered, great to be multitasking, but sometimes it can be too much where you're going in a hundred directions. So, um, and I would say too, one, your, your, you know, our deepest spiritual beliefs, like be ready to be challenged because this paradigm shift is going to challenge us. I would say too, with um, children, you know, with Mercury rules youth, and so uh, with Mercury in that square with Pluto, uh, we could be seeing a whole nother way to work and engage with children that is truly um, extraordinary and visionary and really uh, where we see them and can interact with them as a true authentic selves, um, not held back by the strictures of the old order of things where, um, where it was just very conservative status quo. This is about embracing everyone's uniqueness. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be really great for that. So um, yeah, I think that's about all I, I just wanted to share about that. But um, anyway, it's great um, 
to just see where this falls in your chart. And oh, I know the, the I, I wanted to look up for you the um, the nodes. Uh, sorry, the uh, the dates when Mars will action Mars, right? When this will activate the eclipse. So give me a just a second, and I'll grab that. Okay. Power dates of opportunity for this eclipse. Um, if this eclipse is falling in one of your in your chart when it's conjunct or lined up with or squaring a planet, you know. So if you have planets at around twenty to twenty six degrees of Sagittarius, Gemini, Pisces, or Virgo, then you would definitely feel. It doesn't have to be your sun. It could be the moon. It could be any of the planets in your chart. Or if those degrees are near the angles, the big giant angles of your chart, your ascendant, your descendant, the home base, the IC or the MC, the midheaven, if they're near one of those, like the scaffolding of your chart, that's also a major change. So um, just know that. But anyway, the power days of opportunity April of next year, April 11th, 12th, 13th, Mars will be in Gemini in opposing that point. So that's like integrating, you know, action that needs to be taken that where we're integrating um, the opposition is like a seesaw, right? So energy has to be balanced. So um, that's going to be April 11th, 12th, 13th. And then when Mars conjuncts or lines up exactly at that point, it won't be for another year little over a year. It'll be January 14th, 15th of 2022. So those are very big dates to put on your calendar, um, especially if this eclipse is, like I said, you know, activating one of the planets in your chart. Now, um, I will say that sometimes um, you'll see it a few days before the energy. It might be, you know, April 8th, 9th, 10th, you could, it could, something could be um, activated. And again, you know, in January, say the 10th, 11th, 12th, like that. So that whole week um, would be a, a time of opportunity. So, um, and I, I just want to say too, don't forget to use these as opportunities. Whatever needs, you know, I would say on a personal level, you know, what truth needs to, what truth do you need to come home to for your, about yourself? What do you need to disclose to yourself? Because you can't disclose this to others unless you're, you know, you're you're copacetic with it on the inside. So maybe there's things that will be shown to to you that might feel very jarring, and maybe you're, someone will give you a piece of truth that was, you know, just kind of mind blowing, cathartic experience. You know, so many people were afraid of the truth. You know, you, you hear people say, "Oh." Oh, you can't say that to him because that would be telling him the truth, you know, as if the truth was like some horrible thing, like, oh, you can't do it. And, um, and it's not, you know, the, it really is true that the truth will set you free. You know, I, I remember when I lived in Sedona, there was a funny t-shirt I saw in, in, a, in one of the shops and it said, it said, um, it was a picture of a, you know, the old fashioned ringer of when people wash clothes and they crank, you know, through the ringer. The little those little things and it showed this rag doll going through the ringer you know cranking, and it said the truth will set you free but first it will put you through the ringer <laughs> so yeah that the uncomfortableness comes front front and center but as they say in the in the kabbalah the 
mystical Jewish tradition, it's better to deal with whatever needs to be dealt with up front and experience that discomfort rather than hang on and, and, and suppress things because it's only worse later, you know, when you, when you don't deal with things, as we all know. So um, I'm encouraging everybody to just, you know, really um, take, this is a great opportunity, especially on the eclipse day, um, you know, just quietly sitting, being in the energy, being in nature. Um, definitely watch the um, when the conjunction happens, uh, Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, as you might have been hearing in the news, we're going to be able to see it in the sky. It's going to look like a giant, it's a Christmas star. Right? Um, this is a, a two, these two large bodies, which, you know, they look like stars in the sky, obviously, but because they're going to be so close, it's going to be a pretty bright white dot. So that's exciting, you know, and that's, um, and I just, my prayer for, for all of us is that may this light our way, may this Jupiter, um, oh, I'm going to cry again. May the, the Jupiter, the, the, the opening of one's consciousness may this lead us to new paths and new truths and the ability to share those uh, truths uh, with others but in with compassion and grace and open-mindedness you know bringing the, the the qualities of of gemini mercury you know the the uh, to be open and willing to shift and move and change and to be curious about the world and to investigate um, other avenues of consciousness, you know, that maybe were foreign to us, right? So that those are kind of, you know, good uh, maxims to go by. You know, where in our life can we come home to ourselves? Where 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 is the truth uh, that that needs to be expressed and um, and to be allowed uh, that we allow ourselves our truth and that we allow others? So um, that's what comes up for me right now. So anyway, I hope that you found this um, little episode to be of, um, of value. And as always, I love hearing from you all. And I so appreciate um, if you like this video, just hit the like button and share it on YouTube or uh, share the podcast episode on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, eight other platforms. So um, I just hope that um, if there's anything that, that I can help you with, you know, just please, we love hearing from you. Email me, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Uh, I put it down below in the, right down there in the video and underneath. Uh, so yeah, that's all for now. And um, I will be back very shortly with more on Jupiter Saturn conjunction and what that might look like and giving us, us some really cool empowerment for, you know, what's ahead. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is Erliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. If I can help you with a session, give me a holler. Um, we love to be in service, and especially at this time. We, we've just gone through the hardest year of our life, you know, uh, collectively. And, um, and we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do this, and we're going to do it together. So yay. <laughs> okay. Namaste. Namaste. Peace, peace. Thank you all for listening.